Hey everyone, welcome to PaceCast, the official podcast of PAFE Nutrition and Fitness with Katie Jaski. I'm your host, Karen, or K for short, health coach, owner, and founder of PAFE. I help busy, struggling women lose 20 or more pounds and drop the belly fat so they can feel as confident and beautiful as they deserve. PaceCast's purpose is to examine and discuss what works and what doesn't with weight loss, fitness, healthy eating, and self-care, especially in regards to mindset. Get ready to know how to finally be successful with your goals for a beautiful new you. Hi there, everyone. At the time of this recording, it is actually Sunday of Labor Day weekend, 2021. I am actually at my campground right now. Um, My uh, husband and I, we have a membership to a private campground. One of the best things we've ever done. It has been probably one of the best ways to take care of ourselves of our marriage, just a great place to come and just get away and have a really, really good weekend for R&R. It's not even an hour away, so when we have to come back and work, it's not too bad. It's a little inconvenient, but it's definitely still doable. So uh, this weekend is one of those weekends. It's actually one of my last long weekends off from uh, the music store for the summer. but um, still a little bit of a work weekend for, for me, but that's okay, because to me, just this change of setting is still a really good regrouping thing to do. So um, basically, I wanted to use today's podcast to answer two questions. Uh, one question I feel like I kind of left unanswered completely in the last episode, and that was like what my history and experience has been with the term dieting and with uh, like the path I took to establish a healthy lifestyle, or actually I think that was maybe in the f- maybe in both episodes, but actually I think it was the more the first episode that I started to address it. But the way that I did address it was in my own kind of bio, my own history. I actually just wanted to focus on just the healthy lifestyle establishment, like kind of how that all went, because I feel that it's important for you to hear how I did it, because. It was all so gradual and it took so much time that I believe that you could learn from this as well, since really that's kind of the pace everybody should take. Maybe not as so disjointed and so much trial and error, ideally, right? But just the whole adding a little bit and then a little bit and then a little bit. And um, that's really how that should be done. So many people embark on a new healthy lifestyle or, or diet experience, weight loss experience, by trying to add too much at once. And while it sounds like a great idea, especially if you plan it like crazy, like if you're super prepared, um, it seems like, how can you fail? But the problem with that is uh, when you change so much about your own routine at first, like right away, you end up having this issue where it's hard and it's hard on you mentally. It's taxing. It's tiring. It's a lot to handle because you've adjusted so many facets of your lifestyle all at once. And in the end, that becomes kind of a not-so-desirable thing to follow. And it's be- it becomes exponentially much harder to stay on track. So the best thing that you can do in that case is really just back off. Forgive yourself for wanting to feel guilty about not staying on track. And, you know, allow yourself maybe, I don't know, three, five I don't know, it kind of depends on how far along you are in uh, you know, reshaping your lifestyle. But allow yourself a few habits to put in maybe the first week or first couple of weeks. 
when you see that that's integrating nicely, then you add more. And so circling back to the purpose of this podcast to show you my journey with that, it's basically the way I did it, only it took years. <laughs> it didn't take weeks like it should. It took years because I was I didn't know enough to be able to do things correctly. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, so let's see. Uh, I, uh, I guess as my mother says, I've been... I started to become overweight when I started having to go to school. I remember when she first told me that, kind of as like a late teenager, maybe even in my early 20s, and it made me like stop and think about it for a second. And she's right. I started not being as little kid skinny as the rest of the kids in my class, you know, mainly the girls really, uh, because I stopped moving. I was a pretty active kid. I was, uh, I was the type to always be doing something. You know, I would voluntarily go outside and play. Now, this is like in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, you know. <laughs> so, you know, this is before the time of lots and lots of electronics. But uh, it, it was, I, I never really stopped moving. I was always doing something. And uh, we were the type of family that, you know, we do take out a little bit. We'd go out to eat once or twice a week. And we'd also eat home-cooked meals. My mother stayed home to raise me, so she did do some cooking. It wasn't always the healthiest cooking, but it certainly wasn't always unhealthy either. She tried. She made an effort. And um, I, I guess I can't say that I grew up with the most unhealthy habits, but looking at how I eat now, there could have been some things to improve. But, you know, also think back. This is like the late 80s, early 90s, and the world didn't really focus on healthy eating the way it's starting to now. So... And also, there was um, some uh, nutritional guidelines that aren't in line with maybe the science that proves them now. Uh, this was back in the days when low fat and high carb was okay. Drink milk all of the time, even though it adds extra calories. So there were some misguiding policies out there, and well, that could have also been to blame also. So I... Grew up a, you know, kind of an overweight child. I wasn't too, too bad, but it was enough to make me feel self-conscious about it. It really was. You know, I had great friends that were thin, you know, beautifully thin. And I I always wanted to be that way. And that was from, you know, mid-elementary school, you know, especially by fifth grade, all the way through graduation. And uh, it was hard. It did cause me to be bullied. It, It was probably the main thing that caused me to be bullied you know my music geekness was pretty much okay uh, I'm really short and usually when people made fun of me for that they were actually doing so in a usually nice way or a funny way not in a way that made me feel too threatened or self-conscious but it was my weight whenever my weight was made fun of I would get down on myself so bad but I didn't know what to do you know I didn't think that kids should be dieting by the time I got out of co- uh, by the time I got out of high school um, I went to a college where, you know, you had open uh, dining halls with amazing buffet lines. The food was actually okay, um, and, you know, the choices were there. I could eat cake all day, and I justified it by, oh, I have to walk up a mountain to go to all of my classes. Um, initially, when I first moved to college, I had band camp, so not everything was open, but I ate a lot of fast food. But, like, I was burning probably thousands of calories a day because we would march for 10 hours a day, you know? So I ended up losing 7 pounds, and it was amazing. And I was like, wow, I feel so much more fit. Well, when marching band ended, um, <laughs> yeah, it all went back on. And then I ended up gaining a lot of weight and a lot more weight. 
in a lot more weight, and I gained weight all the way through college. By the time I graduated graduate school, and actually at that point I was trying to lose weight too, I was just I didn't know how to eat. I didn't know what I needed to do in order to lose weight or maintain weight and not gain weight. So I kept gaining. I was also kind of depressed. You know, I, I was really homesick. I wanted to go home. You know, I was of age. I started drinking a little bit too. Not a whole lot, but like drinking equals calories. And my body doesn't like alcohol calories very much. Probably not even in my 20s either, looking back on it now. It did cause me to gain. So I came home graduated early which is awesome and a few months later I got engaged so we planned a two month long or two month yeah two year long engagement pretty much and I to me I was like okay this is enough time to get all the weight off once and for all and you know look fabulous for the wedding two years from now so this is between 2009-2011 and uh, I made a very valiant effort with this I uh tried to cut back. I tried to have some balanced meals. I just, I tried to do what I thought was correct. Um, still don't think I did enough. I definitely didn't drink enough water. I definitely probably still drank too much on the weekends or like hanging out with friends. Uh, I definitely didn't cut back my portions. I definitely didn't do enough to eat more vegetables. And I lived a very busy life. So quicker meals were sometimes the only option. Or so I thought. So, um, and then I also joined a gym too. You know, go me. And that was when I actually started becoming a gym rat. I, I actually really enjoyed going to the gym. And uh, eventually over time, over like a couple of bouts of being involved with the gym, like it was pretty easy for me to get up to going five days a week. Like I actually really enjoyed that. I enjoyed being active again. Um, got back into dance a little bit. Um, fiance and I, we ended up taking a ballroom dancing class and we absolutely killed it. It wasn't for very long, but it's something that's got a great imprint of being an awesome memory in my head. It was like a six, two, six week long class and we had a phenomenal time. <laughs> so that was awesome. It was, it felt really, really good to get back into dance because, uh, you know, at that point, this is probably like 2010 ish. I hadn't danced since 2003 at all, and it felt like a big chunk was missing from my life. So um, it was it was awesome to be involved with that again, at least even in a little bout. Shortly after that, I got into belly dance on my own, and just through DVDs and YouTube videos and stuff, there was a little bit of that out there, and uh, I was super happy to at least do a little bit of that as well. So this type of lifestyle, you know, I was still living at home with my parents. I did not move over in uh, the, the apartment with my husband until we did get married. It was just a choice I, I wanted. And uh, I still gained. Like, I still, I thought my lifestyle was getting healthier, and it wasn't. And, but I was too busy to have it bother me too much. I was working, like, three jobs and then two. It, it's a lot. I definitely get that. I'd been there. So, you know, anybody who's working with me and says that to me, I, I totally get it. And it's something that I feel for because I was absolutely there too. One of the big strong points in my program when working with clients is figuring that part out. Because I can honestly sincerely say that when working with clients, I can be like, look, I get it. I used to work three jobs. I used to try to have a healthy lifestyle when, uh, when working three jobs. It's not easy. You're right. I definitely see what you're trying to say. But that's one thing this program focuses on is how to make that happen anyways. 
so many things of my program are configured in a way that, yes, a busy person can make this happen. In fact, we're going to do some things for your program to make it easy for easier for you so you're actually focusing less time on meals every day. So, like, that's an example. So, you know, I just want to let you all know there if you're listening to this and you're like, it's too busy. I can't, I can't do this right now. I got to wait until life settles down. No, you don't because there's definitely ways. And that's one thing I know how to figure out for you. Okay. So back to my story. Uh, so got married. Um, was still working a couple jobs. <laughs> I was a school teacher full time at that point. It was a part-time position, but, uh, being able to teach extra music lessons, uh, allowed it to go up to over full-time and directing musicals and all that. Yeah. It was a very, very busy position. And I worked three, yep. Three days at no, maybe four. No, I think at that point I worked four days at the studio that I now own. So yeah, really, really busy lifestyle. And so by the time we went on our honeymoon, which was in, we got married in the end of uh, April, 2011. And the honeymoon we put off until July, you know, once the school year was done. And that was when I was at my heaviest on my honeymoon. I weighed 210 pounds. And for somebody that is not even five feet tall, that is a very unhealthy weight, like very unhealthy, like quite obese. So I, I had some work to do. Um, I ended up shortly after seeing a nutritionist. I think I mentioned this in uh, the one other episode. And it was because uh, I went to see a primary care physician and I was like, look, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm going to the gym. I'm not losing. I'm trying to eat better and I'm not losing. I'm gaining. What's wrong? Let's get my thyroid tested. You know, I was being really proactive about it. So I got a blood panel done, went back. They reviewed it with me and they're like, your cholesterol is high. And I was like 26, 27 years old. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah that was that kind of came as a shocker they're like so we'll give you two options we can either put you on a low dose of cholesterol medicine and here here's me at like 27 years old being like wait no i'm not even 30 yet what am i doing on cholesterol medicine and they're like your other option is lifestyle change i'm like yes lifestyle change that is why i'm here i want to change my lifestyle so i can be healthier so they're like okay we'll refer you to a nutritionist i'm like perfect that's why i'm here to begin with I want to be able to lose weight. That'll help the cholesterol. Went to see the nutritionist. She was amazing. She was very, very nice. Uh, very helpful, very sympathetic, very uh, willing to configure how I was eating so that I'd eat better. She taught me what clean eating was. I'd never heard the term before, even though I was into reading and researching about healthy lifestyle and eating changes, but I'd not yet come across the term clean eating. I'm pretty sure that the timing of this was everybody started hearing about clean eating after this point, I think what she was telling me about was something considered kind of new. Not new, but like new for this society and time, I guess. <laughs> like our society doesn't really, didn't really know about clean eating as a mainstream type of knowledge at this time. So I was excited to start implementing this and I did with vigor. But here's the problem. She, what she was teaching me to do was to manage the cholesterol she didn't take me through what I needed to do to lose weight. Not a thing. And it was because what it said on the script was that she needed to counsel me in lowering my cholesterol. Even though originally the reason why I went to the primary care physician at first was because I had concerns losing weight. Why can't I lose weight? Here I am seeing a nutritionist and she wasn't even allowed to counsel me with that. She never told me about one pound equaling 3,500 calories. Like, it was very frustrating once I got that figured out. 
I mean, the smokescreen of the awesomeness of clean eating, you know, it sort of distracted me for a bit because I was like, oh, this is what I need. But she actually counseled me in the wrong thing that I wanted. My cholesterol did end up going down, and actually my weight did too. I lost 15 pounds uh, very temporarily, but I wasn't given any kind of instruction on how to keep it off either because, well, she wasn't weight loss counseling me. It was uh, all the changes in clean eating, actually, that uh, allowed me to lose the 15 pounds. Uh, also, at the school, my last year of teaching, uh, we also had a weight loss challenge, which I was so excited about. I didn't win it, but I think I was in, like, third or fourth. Everybody took it with, like... A lot of energy and like a lot of pounds were lost among our staff um, and I did well 15 pounds was great it was like over the course of a season I think New Year's to May or something like that but I didn't keep it off and I gained that and I gained yeah I gained all of it back every bit so um and actually I may have gained a little bit more after that too I, I can't remember at that point I was a little afraid of scales so I don't really know all the numbers but I do know what my heaviest was so that's kind of what I always go with as my starting point. So I was on my own again and I was like, okay, there's got to be a better way. I was definitely going to the gym five times a week at this point. Uh, definitely thinking I was working hard and going to Zumba, which was a lot of fun, uh, and doing what I thought was correct. So I met a friend uh, the friend was into a MLM business uh, that deals with nutritional supplements. So I tried to learn a bit from her. She seemed to be pretty knowledgeable, you know, very athletic into running. And uh, so, you know, I kind of, I guess, used her a little bit as a health coach a little bit. And I ended up becoming a distributor in this particular company as well. And I used the information we were provided to learn all I could about the products the company also had uh, a challenge, a few week long challenge, and I tried my first one and I ended up losing, I think, almost about 10 pounds, maybe a little under. And after all of this frustration that had happened up until this point, I uh, was very excited by this and I was like, oh, so it must be this company's supplements that's finally doing it for me. And they gave a little bit of advice on how to eat healthier, how to balance your meals, that kind of thing. And... Um, so I, I kept going with that, and every so often I would do a challenge, like every, I don't know, maybe three, four months or so, because they said that you should always, like, take a break from it. You shouldn't have their fiber cleanse that was the start of the uh, uh, the challenge. You shouldn't have that quite so often. So, you know, I followed the directions. Um, I think I lost, like, six pounds the second time I did it, and I was able to pretty much maintain what I lost. So I was definitely having some success, and it worked until it didn't. So after a while, those challenges didn't do anything for me. I would lose like maybe a few pounds of water weight and that would be it. So getting frustrated again. <laughs> at this point, I was not teaching at the school anymore. I only had the store. I definitely had some free time. Free time to do tons and tons of reading and research on my own, trying to comb through all of the so much knowledge out there on the internet, whether it was good or bad or fake or real. I read up on everything I could. I tried everything I could as far as different diets, um, you know, low carb, South Beach, Mediterranean. The only thing I didn't try was this new one called keto. I was like, can I really give up all my carbohydrates? And I thought about it for a long time. I read up on it. I read up on the bad ways to do keto. I read up on the good ways to do keto. I read up on the Atkins diet. I looked into products. Um, I got myself down to the point where I was only eating one carbohydrate serving a day 
and you know I, I felt like I was eating really healthy but still nothing was happening I was only maintaining and usually not gaining like except maybe around the holidays it was getting very frustrating again and I was really just at my wits end as far as self-confidence goes I was into I, I had taken up pole dancing at that point too I added it on to the little bit of belly dancing I was doing on the side uh, still going to the gym still doing Zumba like super active lifestyle it sounds like I'm doing everything right I was still drinking though um, I didn't quite know just how detrimental that really is on any kind of weight loss efforts at that time. I was wearing a Fitbit. I was really, really trying to get uh, 10,000 steps. So I, let me think here. Yes. So I started, I can't remember what I did there. Did I, did we buy the house and then I started keto or did I start keto and then we bought the house? The, both things happened kind of around the same time. Um, I, I've, always kind of used buying the house, which was four years ago now, uh, as a kind of like a milestone because, well, it is a milestone, but also because that was about the time that I bought the treadmill. That was also the time that I stopped going to the gym because the gym was like, you come here too much. We're going to raise your rates like to twice the amount. And I was like, oh shoot, I'm buying a house. I cannot afford this. So another frustration. So I was like, I need to get a treadmill fast or else this weight that I've lost, which was a bit by that point, maybe about half the weight that I needed to, um, maybe a little under that, something like that, maybe a little under that. Maybe I'd lost about 25, 30 pounds at this point, which not bad. It's a nice chunk out of the like 80. That was my, um, that was my goal. I needed to lose like 80 pounds. My goal was to get, has always been to get to the upper part of what is considered normal weight for my height. And my reason for that is I am the body type that puts on muscle very well. And I'm also kind of like, I guess uh, the weird term is large boned. Like for my height and the fact that I'm a girl, I'm pretty large boned. And there is um, like a measurement test you could do that to determine what your like frame size is. Like I look muscular. Like even when I'll be down to my weight, I'll be muscular looking. And that's that's actually the look I want. To me, that's to me, that's really sexy. <laughs> I don't want to look like a leaf, you know. <laughs> I don't want to look weak. I don't want to look super skinny. I want to look sort of a little bit ripped. I don't know. I just, I want to look toned. And to me, being skinny and bony is not looking toned. It's not looking strong. Um, I just feel like with what I like to do as far as dancing goes, uh, for the belly dance, you've got to have a certain type of muscle structure to make certain moves look good. And for pull, oh my gosh, yes, like to pull tones you out. It tones out like every muscle, every single practice session. Like you need to be strong to do the cool stuff. So yeah, you can't be super skinny for that. So the upper edge of normal will account for that extra muscle tone that I'll have. Sounds good. And you know, if any doctor were to tell me differently, I'd be like, look, no, I'm not getting rid of this muscle tone so I can be where you tell me to be. If you tell me I need to lose another 15, 20 pounds, even though I'm considered normal, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and this is why, because now I have the knowledge to tell. So that was always my goal. And I almost got there too, twice. <sighs> but anyhow, so somewhere around that time that we bought the house, uh, that was when I got on to keto. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm frustrated. Let's see. I hear about these great results. And they were. So by October of 2019, so only a few years ago, I got down to three pounds within that goal, all through keto. I did it right, air quotes. I took supplements to make sure I was getting the required nutrients. I was still working out to maintain muscle tone. I was definitely pulling a lot more back then. I had the pole set up in the living room, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> and like, 
I felt like I had it all as far as my health goals in order. I was a little bit worried about how I'd sustain it, but I had those last few pounds to go. I wanted to make sure I got there first. So uh, right after that, you know, it was like Halloween, it was holiday season. I was like, okay, I'll ease up a little bit, no problem. Um, after the holidays came and went, I was like, okay, uh, let's go back on the keto. Let's get these 15 pounds off. Yeah, there's a red flag right there. These 15 pounds off that I just gained over the last couple of months. And I did. So between January of 2020, no, no, I'm wrong. So that was when I got my down, my weight down. It was 2018. Sorry about that. So 2000, early 2019, between New Year's and March, I got it back down within three pounds again, actually, around my birthday. And then, I don't know, life got busy again. And I got careless. You know, it was actually kind of a good time in my life, just with other things, personally. And I just kind of relaxed it. And I got off of keto. Still was keeping a lot of the healthier habits, but I got off of keto. And I started gaining weight. And very, very quickly, I gained 15 pounds back. And then a few more. And those holidays, and then I gained a few more. And before I knew it, I probably gained back another 30 pounds. I stopped looking at scales again, so I'm not really sure. Yeah. Keto is very, very rough. When you get off of keto, you immediately start gaining back scale weight. Immediately. Upon eating your first serving of carbohydrates. So there's a reason for this, and it's because when you start eating carbs, carbohydrate cells that get stored actually retain water. So you are immediately gaining water weight back. You're not immediately gaining fat back. You will. It's the water weight, and you can feel it. You can feel bloated right away because it happens so fast, and you will absolutely see it in the scale weight. And the way that um, either the Atkins diet or the keto diet works is they have you gradually add carbs back. That's what you're supposed to do. I didn't do that. <laughs> but um, when you do, you still will gain weight because of those carbohydrate cells. You can minimize it, but like, I don't know. I think because you, I know that when you deprive your body of a actually much needed energy source, nutrient source, your body craves it. And that's all you want. You just want to go back to eating carbs. After all, you got your weight. Great. Now all you have to do is maintain it. But see, it's not that simple. Our body chemistry prevents it, actually, from being that simple. And that's what happened to me. It was like a rama. Like I said, the holidays. It was the summer. It was all those things combined. And I, I wanted the ice cream. I wanted the things I had deprived myself of. And I gained back... nearly half of what I had lost. About half of everything I had lost on keto. Yeah, that's super, super sad. So some of it was also the hormone imbalance, which I'm going to cover in another episode, actually, because I want to spend an entire episode as to why keto is not a good idea. Um, just at least my experience of how it upset my like entire system and made health issue after health issue happen for a bunch of months. Um, during that point when that happened, and this is like the beginning of 2020. So yeah, impending pandemic and I'm like dealing with all this health stuff. And 
it was it was just really bad. But what was happening during all this was the fact that there is there, there was no weight loss, only weight gain. It was like I was right back to where I started, not only with my weight, but with how my body was starting to react. And at that point, I was like, I don't know what to do. I mean, keto is not working anymore. Literally, keto was making me gain weight, but I wasn't eating and or much, really, because keto kind of makes you starve yourself. So I was like, okay, what do I do here? I need a different, I need a different weight loss program. Hey, this one on the internet looks good, and I get a little bit of nutritional counseling. Let's do that. And this was during the pandemic, so it was all online. And I was in email conversations with this one nutritionist, and he introduced me into carb cycling. And it's like, huh, this is interesting. So I get to do a few days where my metabolism gets to be, like, knocked around a little bit. It thinks it's in keto, but then I get to eat one serving of carbs. And then I get to eat two serving carbs. And then I get to eat no carbs. And then one, and then two, and then none. I was like, okay, this might work. Um, I ended up gaining, or no, I didn't. I ended up losing a few pounds from it, just a few. The first week was good, and then I kept it up, actually, for several months. And I liked it because it gave me the flexibility, but, like, not too much, you know? And I was actually very good about it. It was a lot of work, though. It was a lot of meal prep. It was a lot of managing meal prep, trying to preserve meals because there'd be, like, a few days where I'd eat the... Uh, you know, I'd eat the meal that would be, like, the correct for that particular day, and then I wouldn't have to eat that meal again until, like, day four. So it was like, okay, how do I figure out how to not get these meals to spoil? So I learned a lot of good meal prep tips during that time, how to make it all work, despite the additional restrictions I had. Now, think about that a little bit. When you're told exactly what to eat on days one through seven of each week, and you have to prepare them, and then you have to save them for a few days and hope that they don't go bad. And then you're using your freezer a lot, and then you're pre-portioning into the freezer. It's a lot, a lot of work. But with a little bit of adjusting, I figured out how to take how to have it take up no time at all. So that was exciting. I was like, okay, I have kicked this idea of meal prepping in the butt. I know how to do this now. But just keeping track of what day it was all the time was so hard. So, you know, I I kind of started to ease back on that. I was like, okay, maybe what I'll do is I'll just go back to the one carb a, th- a day thing. At this point, I was starting to finally realize what you need to do to lose weight. The science behind it all. The energy transfer of it all. Calories in versus calories out. I've known a bit about it. But, like, I'd never actually used that as the focus. So, I went into that, and that is where I stay. What do I eat? Almost whatever I damn well want. <laughs> so, I uh, I just have to make sure that it fits in the calories. I started tracking, religiously. Whenever I track, I lose weight. Hands down. And I am losing weight. It is slow, but it is the right way. It is the way that it'll stay off because I frankly could eat this way for the rest of my life and not worry about anything. I feel great. I am super energetic. I sleep amazingly. I still work out like a fiend, but I also really enjoy it. So it just becomes a part of my life. This is the way to go. And I will never, ever change it because this is, there's nothing else I could want. Do I still eat cake? Yes. I still eat ice cream 
I just know now in my mind how to manage it and just how not to feel the need to eat that type of food often. In my mind, it is a treat. Maybe I've done awesome. Maybe I've earned it. And maybe, and this is the cool thing, maybe just by eating that ice cream, that's the thing to keep me on track. Yeah, you heard that right. It kept me on track because I know that I still have the freedom to choose this without the overwhelming guilt it used to cause before. Maybe I've been so good for six days straight where I didn't eat anything bad, I didn't drink, I stayed under my calorie goal that I set for myself each day, or actually that my Fitbit sets for me each day, and okay, maybe collectively over the week, I went under a few hundred calories. That's an ice cream cone. I can do that, and I'm not going to gain. Why? Because I already have those carbohydrate cells in my body, so what I lose will be strictly body fat. Boom! And that's a good way to actually keep track of your scale weight, too, because, well, outside for, from any kind of inflammation issue or hormonal uh, fluctuations that happen over the course of the month, no, I can't plan for the water gain and loss on that. I just now weigh myself at only certain times of the month. Um, that way it gives me a little bit better, uh, better idea. Um, so, but the rest of it is so sustainable. It's so easy. I still meal prep plenty, but I just track and it takes a few days, few hours, no, a few minutes a day. And the rest of it is just what's already been ingrained from all these years of good habits. Outside from the time that I had the two nutritionists working with me, which were both very short uh, bouts, I got a lot from those, a lot of knowledge, but you know, outside of that, I've never really had somebody telling me, do this, do this, do this, do this, you'll lose weight. Let me check on you in a week. Have you lost weight? I got that once in my life, ever. You know, and it was tough. Everything about this experience has been so tough. Because I needed certain things. I needed cert certain pieces of information, key pieces of information. And I needed them driven home. Because when you when you research on your, on your own, you... You see things that aren't right. You see things that are biased. You see things that are backed by all sorts of money and sponsorships. And how do you know what is really science and what you believe? So that's why I started taking courses. I was like, I am going to take these courses from this reputable com uh, company, NASM, kind of the gold standard in you know fitness and uh, nutrition outside of a college degree which was not something I was, I'm looking to do at this point. And I want to go right to the source, right where there's no bias, right where all the science supports the stuff that they teach. I want to go there and get the rest of my information. And that's going to be it. Forget the rest of this stuff where it's just somebody selling me something. I want it to be the most authentic thing. And then I'm going to turn around and teach others too because everybody else needs to know what's not opinion and what's actually the science yeah maybe it's work but then it's my job to figure out how it's not going to be work that's the calorie counting thing of it yeah it's all about calories in calories out there's nothing more to losing weight there really really isn't besides the healthy habits that it takes you to do so so all these other gimmicks yeah maybe they found a little bit of truth with it but like it's not going to be what works for everybody that's why so many people fail so that's really the whole 
foundation of where my teachings to my clients comes from. It's all about the calories in, calories out, and how to make it easy and doable in any lifestyle. There's nothing much more to it. So where am I at? Like I said, I am still losing weight because those issues were, well, really, when you think about it, not that long ago. (laughs) I'm doing so slowly. I am allowing myself a margin for error so that way I can lose some weight right along with my clients. Sure, I'm going to get there. And when I do, I'll learn even more about maintaining correctly so that, you know, months, maybe, I don't know, yeah, months when my clients get there too, well, then they can also learn what I had just learned as well. This is how this system will work because nobody wants to get their goal and then and then gain a whole bunch back. And unfortunately, it happens way too often. So that is basically where it all came from. That's the long, literally the long story of why all of this came to be. And uh, the business of, of Pave here is now going to reflect all of that. It's going to take all of that experience and all of that knowledge and all of that real failure, you know, because a failure is a lesson learned. And I want to be able to minimize everybody else's failures from the lessons that I've learned that they're going to learn right along with me. So we're all in this together. We're all going to get there. And I'm extremely, extremely confident about this. So uh, hopefully this gives you a little bit of a basis as to where all of the, I guess, the foundation of the program of PAFE has come from. Certainly if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And uh, if you feel like you're ready to start working with me, so that you can experience all of this for yourself, feel free to book your uh, 30-minute discovery call, consultation, whatever you want to call it. It is free, and we can talk about your goals and your struggles and a little bit about what would work best for you, and then we'll talk about what kind of program might work for you, okay? So thank you very much, and I definitely would uh, invite you to just delve on further. There's a lot of content to explore and each week there will be a new uh, episode on this podcast for you to explore as well. It's been a very long episode because it is a very long story. Most episodes will not be this long but thanks for, if you've stuck it out to the end, thanks for sticking it in other in there. Ooh, I guess I'm losing words as well now too. <laughs> thanks for sticking it out with me and until the next episode, enjoy the rest of your, of your weekend. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on PaveCast. I hope you found the content enjoyable and inspiring for your own healthy habits. If you are ready to take things another step forward, please visit my Facebook business page at facebook.com slash pavenutritionandfitness, click like, and click on the top pinned post to get my weight loss quick start guide as a free gift. Together, we can achieve whatever weight loss and healthy lifestyle goals you dream